welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Jen. We are talking about One Tree Hill. All of those amazing, amazing teen dramas. But we're in season two of One Tree Hill. Yeah. We're going to be in Tree Hill for... <laughs> a while. The foreseeable future. Yeah. When we did the math, I feel like we ended up in like 2025. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Just about, yeah. We're pretty close. Uh, so season two, episode 10... Don't Take Me For Granted, uh, which is a social distortion song. Oh, nice. And we start off with a quote. That's right. All I wrote down is that it's a Nathaniel Hawthorne quote. I didn't actually write down the quote. Me too. And then when I looked at the quote, I was just like, is this English? I don't understand. (laughs) I Wasn't it something about, like, you can only, like, put on a false face for so long before your face shows or something to that effect? Barely. Wait, I got it here. No man for any considerable period can wear one face to himself and another to the multitude without finally getting bewildered as to which may be the true. Okay, yes, that's it. So yeah, well, you said made more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's like, you know, you can't pretend to be one person to everybody else and be another person for yourself without getting confused about which one is the real you. Yeah, and like being different people to different people and like... Yes. Although, to be fair, I do think we're slightly different with different people and that's okay. But anyway, we contain multitudes. Yeah, in like, I meant... um, like on purpose mm-hmm. but like yeah naturally you are different people with different people and like that's totally fine yeah um my phone friend and i always talk about this because like i'm super good friends with her and then i'm super good friends with someone else that we used to work with but the two of them like hated each other that's so funny and i was like i don't know how i'm in like this weird place of like but it's just that's how it is right because it's just people are different yeah. with different people but i think yeah like that on per especially like with this episode like people are purposely doing we have the rage for this episode, y'all, so just... Yeah, man, it was... Uh, buckle up. It was a time. Buckle up. It was a time. <laughs> so we get this Nathaniel Hawthorne quote. And yeah. like, you just, like, see at night. I have some continuity questions also. <laughs> Timeline <laughs> questions. <laughs> we hear breaking glass. Right. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about other parts of the con- your continuity question now and I'm oh, no. okay this anyways even, yeah this isn't even the part of the continuity I mean this is I guess part of the continuity except I only just realized it right now I know. um but I had I already had I had questions further along but either way Brooke comes out to the next morning we see her windshield of her car is smashed in yes um she like throws a dirty look over at Felix's house because he comes Which, like, out, he think, comes out the front comes door. Out the door, but you don't really see him. You see like a figure. It like it's for a hot. Like I had to rewind because at first you just saw it blurry, but it's literally like you see him come out the door. They make eye contact, and then you, it goes back to her. Like it's a hot okay. second, but it is confirmed to be Felix. Okay, so she obviously thinks it's that's who's done it. Yes, we the audience are meant to believe that also. Yeah. Next scene, <sighs> Haley calls Lucas. Yeah, all worried because Nathan didn't come home last night. <laughs> After their fight. Yeah. I mean, because he was at that beach house, no? (laughs) (laughs) No, in fact, no. Lucas is like, I haven't seen him. But actually, Nathan's on his floor. So I guess sometime in the wee hours of the morning, Nathan was like, I guess I don't want to spend the next two hours (laughs) with the 
before I have to go to school? Because we then find out that formal was on a Sunday and they're off to school now? Yes. And now remember last episode? Because we were trying to figure out how that worked. Because when we see Nathan, it's kind of like still like dawn, like that dark, like dark right. gray, blue dawn. And then... Like maybe five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. At the very latest. And... At some point, because, like, Peyton and Anna, it's also, like, dark-ish. But then when <laughs> when Lucas bring, brings Brooke home, mm-hmm. it's definitely morning. And we had deduced that that was, like, 7 a.m. because it was springtime and it could be that light out at 7 a.m. I mean, it could be that light out at 6 a.m. by then. Yeah, right? But either way, so we're somewhere in there. But then, like, when you see Brooke's windshield smashed, it's still in that kind of, like, blue dawn. Uh-huh. But then she would... She was already getting ready to go to to go to school, in the dark. Unclear. And then yeah, then we all then we but end also, up. At... Didn't she just get dropped off? And like <laughs> then did Lucas show up at his own house just to find like Nathan just chilling on his front porch or something? And then he was like, "Yeah, dude, come in my house and have a one hour nap." Well, yeah, and then <laughs> and then Brooke <laughs> knocks on Lucas's like back door. Oh, that's not yeah. bad, but um. On his secret door. I'm going to say secret door because she has one too. His outdoor bed. Outside. His, his outside door. Yeah. Um, and so she has now walked from her place to Lucas's place, mm-hmm. which we've kind of already determined that like she lives in a rich neighborhood and he does not. So yeah, I, I think it's I substantially far away. So because her windshield is not, she's walked over there and then asked him to walk to school together. Yeah. But then like Nathan. Yeah. But then, yeah, also the formal was on Sunday. And then now they all have to go to school. Which, like, at least they do have a little bit of exposition about why on earth formal would be on a Sunday. But yeah. my, really, my point of contention was, wasn't he at the beach house? How did he get from the beach house to Lucas's? And then, like, why did he decide that that's where he was going to crash for two hours? Well, yeah, because it's not like Dan or someone was at the beach house. Like, he could have no, just, he just even stayed if, there. Even if there was a whole bunch of, like, passed out teenagers, like, he, right. in theory, has a bedroom there because he has lived there. And also there are bedrooms there, none of which are currently occupied. Also, there's a sofa, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, did one of the guys man? <laughs> there were just so many questions I had about this, and it clearly was something that the writing team just, like, <laughs> didn't think thoroughly through. And they're like, okay, how can we sort of make this work? Well, but, like, also... Because they obviously wanted that morning after. Yeah. But, like, don't you think, in theory, there's a guest bedroom in... Lucas and Karen's house? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. It's it's small, but it looks to... Is it that small? I mean, I guess it could be that small. Only two bedrooms, but, like, I don't know. Or at the very least, they probably have a couch somewhere, so why is Nathan on the floor? I don't know, man. <laughs> All these unanswered questions. Welcome to the TV Logistics Podcast. Right? <laughs> We're going to rename it. Yeah. It's going to be the TV Logistics Podcast instead of Teenage Daydream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one funny thing was, though, was that, like, when Brooke knocked on the door and opened it, of course, Nathan was like, mm, right. only in Tree Hill. Like, because they had been talking and Lucas was like, oh, well, you know, like, let's just say I didn't end up going home with Anna or something like that. Yep. And then, like, Brooke immediately shows up and he's just like, mm. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I do think that theoretically, um, 
both Lucas and Brooke should have seen her smashed in windshield when he was dropping her off. But whatever. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, she wants to walk to school together. And I was like, why are you walking? Don't you all drive? I mean, I know why she's walking, but like, didn't she come over to Lucas's to get a ride, not to walk to school with him? Yeah. Whatever. That was my question. I was just like, so many questions. No answers. No answers. It's okay. Anna gets home. This part at least makes sense. Doesn't make it make it any less stupid. Oh, I agree. But at least it's like cool. Anna's coming home in the morning. She's still yeah. in her dress. Yes. Continuity wise, that one made sense. Yes. And like, yeah, okay. She stays at Peyton's and then she dips home before she has to go to school because she can't go to school in her formal gown. One hundred percent. Right. So Felix sees her, obviously, yes. and is all Felix about it. And she's like, "It wasn't it with Lucas? Like, calm down." But he knows that because he saw, right, Lucas drop yeah. book off in theory seven minutes ago. And then she says that she stayed at Peyton's, and he's like, "Oh, mom and dad will love that." And I was like, Ugh. "Like, I know where this is going." So, yeah. And then he makes some sort of comment about like having to move again. And you're like, "Yeah," oh, and you're like, so "What the hell? This is so dumb." And like. For like, word is escaping me. But this was this came out on November thirtieth, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Just for like some context. But even still, so stupid. Oh yeah. Anyway, Keith is at the dealership. <laughs> yes. So is Dan. Yay! No. Dan is back. Um, and he's all being all. Like, nice. suck up, Dan. Yeah, oh, you did such a great job. Thanks. Yeah, so then he shows, he, like, turns around a little, like, nameplate on the desk. Yeah. And it says, Keith Scott, vice president. It's like, ugh, no. Right? Ugh. <sighs> so that's happening. Mm-hmm. Brooke and Lucas arrive at school they're talking she thinks felix broke her window because she yeah. stopped the benefits yeah. they talk just a little bit about like you know lucas thinks she's better than that or whatever and mm-hmm. she misses talking to him Ugh. yeah <laughs> like no joke y'all like we this was this the rage in this episode we're not <laughs> it's gonna get spicy also because, uh... because remember I'm... last episode when i was like I think it's so nice that Brooke and Lucas are friends. Like, this is so nice. Yep. I'm so glad it lasted for, like, half an episode. Not, but but in real time, maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Lucas. Yes. However, moving on from that. Yeah. We have Felix and Mouth talking. Yeah. Felix tells Mouth that Brooke dumped him. Mm-hmm. And he's not mad at Mouth for telling her about all the things that he told her. Yeah. Um, cause he says something about, like, that's how you play the game or something, or that's the game or something annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mouth is like, it's not a game. But then Felix is like, are you sure about that? And, like, points out Brooke and Lucas together. Yeah. 
It's like, it's not really so much that it's game, so much as that Lucas just can't make up his damn mind. Oh, and then it's angst, angst city here oh, in yeah, Tree really. Hill. Because, yeah. of course, then Nathan goes home in his suit. Because, in theory, he is also now going home right. to change before school. Like, why do he even bother sleeping is my question. Yeah. <laughs> like, truly, he would have had a nap at Lucas's. And that kind where he probably would have, because he'd been drinking, because he'd been out late, because he was yeah. upset, he would have been so asleep for, like, okay. 45 minutes. And then had to wake up and, like, get moving. And that is the worst. Yeah, it really is. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's a rough time. Ooh, and then you, then you have to go to work. Ooh, been there. Yep. Cool. What a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Haley apologizes. Yep. She wants him to go to the camp. Yeah. And he's like, that is not even what this is about. It is about trust. And I'm like, okay fair but then he's immediately like stop working with Chris I'm like so you don't trust her and like listen it's a little bit valid because she has been lying to him for the past yes like definitely 24 hours but also before that because of the whole recording whenever we yeah whenever we went to Charlotte which was like possibly the weekend before maybe two weeks but like within like not that much like yeah right but enough time that I'm like okay fair enough I understand why you know yeah. You you may be hesitant about this, but also you should very much be able to trust her to work with this man. Yeah. Because, like, aside from her not telling him, yeah. there actually, like, nothing has happened to suggest nope. anything else. Yeah. That's why things get more angry later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, she says she won't. Yeah. So Nathan walks out again. Guess he's going to school in his tux. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at school, Brooke finds Peyton at her locker. Peyton's yep. locker is open. This is relevant detail. Yes. Yeah. She's telling her about her car, how her car window was smashed in, and like everything's awful. Yep. Peyton's like, Peyton closes her locker. Someone has spray painted Dyke on it. Yep. Real classy. Mm-hmm. And original. <laughs> Can I remember the last time I heard that word? I mean, other than like, like the actual pride event of the Dyke March and Dyke yes. Weeks, like yes, like yes, that's, that's what I mean. Like just, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> so that's a thing that's happening apparently. Like one stupid. Okay, the most hilarious thing to me about this is that like this is all Felix's fault. Okay, so, like, I can't remember if we find out, like, who actually did this or if it Me was too. Felix or whatever. But as it goes forward, and, like, spoiler, in theory, this is mm-hmm. because Anna stayed over at Peyton's last night. Right. So, therefore, Peyton's a dyke. Yeah, it makes no sense. As but though he... Brooke isn't just, like, a permanent fixture in Peyton's bed all the time. And that's just it, like... Not even just that staying over, but, like, l- oh, yeah, like no. literally in her bed all the time. No, no, they sleep in the same bed all the time. Which is actually entirely normal for teenage girls. Yes. And also, like, I mean, I guess in theory it had to have been Felix because he was the only one who knew. Because, like, literally no one would have known this, that Anna stayed at Peyton's house. Right. And the only other thing I can think of is when Felix makes that comment 
at the formal about how like is this a lesbian mixer or something yeah. and, like all the other guys laugh but like I don't understand why would anyone know that Anna was there and why would that one incident be enough for someone to write dyke on Peyton's locker yeah so yeah exactly right even if it had nothing to do with like the sleepover nothing to do with Anna just that moment where like she's like oh yeah like you look great and like touched her hair what right I get it, it's drama, it's television, whatever, but it's so stupid. I mean, whatever, like, high schoolers suck sometimes, especially in 2004, but... But I feel like even then they would have needed a hint more provocation. Right? Like, there would have needed to be more. Yeah. And, like, it's not as though Peyton already has a reputation... You know what I mean? Yeah, like if anything, like this isn't like a reputation would... scenario with with Janice Ian having yeah. that reputation since like middle school. Like, you know, yeah, no, in theory, like people would think Peyton's like heterosexually slutty, right? Because she was she's a cheerleader. She was clearly with she Nathan, and everyone Nathan. knew that they were like sleeping together. And then she was like kind of with Lucas, and then kind of with like yeah, like people knew about this, and then she yeah. was kind of with Jake. Like, yeah, there's just nothing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I know. And also, I don't know who would have latched onto this enough to yeah. spray paint this on her locker. And also, in, again, with the timeline. In, like, like that one hour. That? <laughs> in that one hour on Monday morning. Before everyone got to school. I think this episode could have benefited from a little, like, time passing. Yeah. Before it happened. Anyway. <laughs> This is happening. In the next scene, Brooke gives Felix a bill for her windshield. She's like, you did this. And he's like, I did not. When did she get this bill? I think she says it's an estimate. So I don't know. Did she like type it up that morning? And I don't know. Man. How would she have known? She really Was she know. just like randomly? I have, I have no idea how much a windshield would cost. Yeah, actually, me neither. <laughs> I just realized that right now, because that totally happened. The logistics ah, of this ah. episode is truly something else. Oh. So then, okay, then this whole thing with Peyton has escalated to such a degree that, like, they're sitting outside on a bench. She's like, everyone's looking at me weird. Girls wouldn't change in front of me in PE. And I was like, <sighs> okay, we're already there? And listen, I'm not saying that that would not happen. Because that would absolutely happen, especially in 2004. And I have seen similar things happen in real time. Yeah. <laughs> not with fellow students, but with gym teachers. Yeah. Um, however, again, it seems like this is escalated very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then Brooke says something about boys loving lesbians, and I was like, barf. I know. 2004 was a time. Yeah. <laughs> Anna appears and very pointedly avoids them. <sighs> oh, it's just so infuriating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like not even just from the like, 
2004, 2022, the world is different, but it's just, or like, because I feel like even in 2004, like, you and I would have been like, it's so stupid. It's very stupid. Although, like, listen, I could absolutely see this happening at my high school. Maybe not currently today, but when I was in high school. Oh, for sure. Totally. This tracks. (laughs) It tracks, but I still like, I still feel like I would have had the exact same opinion that I'm having right now. Right. Of just like being angry. (laughs) Yeah. So Peyton's like, yeah, I'm out of (laughs) here. Yeah. And Lucas, of course, sees her leave Lucas. Oh my god. Then, Jesus. God, this episode is a time. Chris is at the studio because that's where he lives. Yeah. Like, how does he afford all this studio time? Anyway. Right? Like, how old is he supposed to be? I don't know. And especially because later on in the episode, we find out that a label is interested. So, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a label that's paying for the studio at the time, presumably. No? Yeah, is that what I we're expected to believe? Is he just shelling this out of his own pocket? I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Nathan comes by to see him. <sighs> to be all season one Nathan. Yeah. Like, early season one Nathan. Like, fully grabs Chris and pushes him up against the, like, glass yeah. separator of the studio and the yeah. recording room in the you know what I'm saying by the throat <laughs> like and threatens him with basically what amounts to I eat guys like you for breakfast <laughs> well yeah and he says something about like you want to play guitar like I'm gonna like smash your hands like yeah. and just like stop messing with him like, yeah and then makes some stupid crack about don't cry you'll mess up your makeup rock star and I was like mm, was that called for though yeah. The homophobia mm. in this episode is astounding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy. So then we go back to Peyton, who's at home trying to call her dad. Who I thought was supposed to be around more, but whatevs. Well, yeah. <laughs> We haven't seen him in a really long time, despite him being like, I'm going to take this other job closer to home so that we can see each other more. Sure. (laughs) And like, I understand. I understand that the plight of the teen drama or teen story in any way is how do you get rid of the parents because they slow the story down. I get it. But just like, why then have that entire plot? I know. I know. Anyway. Yeah. Of course, Lucas has to come around because he doesn't know how to mind his own business. <laughs> and he's all like, how are you? And then he finds the, the ripped up drawing of Jake and Jenny. He's like, oh, you really miss Jake, don't you? And I'm like, no. Lucas, go away. Which is effectively what Peyton tells him. So yeah. good for her. <sighs> just cannot basically she's like we are not friends so yeah. please leave <laughs> she's like you don't even know all the crap that's going on in my life so get out of here yeah. and then he does that stupid Lucas like 
I really do care about you, Peyton. <gasps> like, the face. <laughs> oh. And he's, he keeps all, like, you know when he gets that kind of, like, whispery, like, yep. sucky voice? Ugh, oh, yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. episode. I know. I know! <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. There were way too many heart-to-hearts in this episode that were like, I just could not, I couldn't handle most of this episode. Yeah. and it's not very often that we get to like thoroughly just rip on an episode so i know because i feel like uh, yeah yeah this is the first time where i really just the entire episode i was like yeah i hate this 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 and we're like not even halfway there (laughs) i know and also we're now moving on to keith and jules so it's not getting better keith's in his apartment i guess it's his apartment i was so confused about this this whole episode like it's wherever he's been staying right like yeah the place he gave jules the key to which we thought was maybe a hotel but clearly was not well no clearly it's an apartment that he's rented but like temporarily i guess i mean not that that's not a possible thing to do but it just seems so odd but it's just a whole thing yeah but he anyway she comes by he tells her about the management position he's been offered at the dealership and she's like "Mm, i think you should go to charleston really us, but okay well and it's all like i can't like teaching means so much to you since when he's never been a teacher right this was a also, new opportunity yeah. also they've known each other for five minutes well and like it's just like oh like you know you know like i care about you but like it means so much blah blah, blah and like mm-hmm. but i like you and then some oh like you know i was attracted to your independence and like what is the point of all of this i mean the point of all of this is that it's bullshit well and like and i i obviously at the end we learn something which i'll save for the end yep. so like i i i know what's happening mm-hmm. but i still don't understand the point of it right. what is this supposed to accomplish aside from like upsetting keith in the end i don't i don't because i don't remember but like I don't, assuming, what is the point of this i am assuming the point of this is she is trying to I think yeah. we're going to have to leave it for the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just like I, oh. We'll circle back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh, I... <laughs> Haley shows up at Lucas's and is like, why the hell did you lie to me about Nathan being here? <laughs> and then we get this extremely wonderful scene. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed this part. Yeah. So, first of all, his mother middle names him, which is like, whew. Yeah, off camera. Lucas Eugene Eugene. Scott. Which Haley did not know what his name was. So, okay, that to me is hilarious because I'm like, has she just never been so angry at him while Haley is around to know his middle name? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, listen, I have been close friends with people who got middle named by their parents when they were in trouble and i remember all of their middle names to this day because it happens frequently it just seems to me that she should know what his middle name is <laughs> but anyway karen has found out about dan's heart condition and the fact that it is genetic and she goes off on this boy and Haley's yes. like okay i'm just gonna go <laughs> So, like, she's pissed. Yeah. Which is valid. Yep. 
And she's like, you're taking that test. And he's like, no, I'm not. And she comes at him. She's like, if you think I'm going to let you put this stupid game over your life, you are wrong. And then she revokes his basketball privileges. He's like, until you take that test, I'm pulling my parental permission to play. Question. Yeah. Have we not established that the basketball season is already over? Yeah, we have. I'm assuming she means once it's back on. Yeah, but like, won't that be like next fall? Now, again, this is still going to be like six months of him like, I'm not going to take the test. But like, this isn't an immediate threat in any way. No, it is not. Although, in our next scene. (laughs) Well, but I do like even at some point she calls him out. She's like, all that stupid, you know, it's not the movies like that tragic Tragic hero crap. crap. And like, I was like, this is what Lucas is trying to be a tragic hero all the time. (laughs) But then, yes, we end up at the river court with the river court crew. And they won't and play with him because she called all of them. Karen got to them. She got to every single one of them. She was like, I will make... She knows. She knew. She was like, okay, this threat is only going to work once yeah. like school basketball is back on. So I'm going to get to his friends. <laughs> Can you just like imagine her? Like She calls Mouth, like Fergie, Junk, Skills. She's yeah. just like, no. <laughs> oh, and they're like straight up like, no, man, your mom's scary. I'm not doing yeah. that. So that's excellent. Yeah. Also, then we find out in the next scene, because Haley is at the at her place, mm-hmm. like with her little her little crackerjack prize bracelet. Yes. From Nathan, from their first date, or not even from their, their first, first, date, first session. drink session. Yeah. And she like gives him a big hug when he gets home because Nathan hadn't told her about this either. Like. Yeah. I mean, I know he's in the clear, but wouldn't that be something that after he found out, he'd be like, oh, by the way, I went and took this test because turns out this is genetic. But I mean, I guess he was trying to not tell her about Lucas, but okay, I understand why that happened, but it's still so weird to me. But then at the same time, he's keeping secrets from her, just like she's keeping secrets from him. And it's like a fairly substantial secret. Anyway, she's all, like, come around now because she's, like, you could have had a terrible heart disease. Yeah. Um, I won't see Chris anymore. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Ugh. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Just keeps going, guys. It just keeps on going. Of course, Lucas is mad. Yeah. So he, like, runs to Dan, who, of course, is at the dealership in the middle of the night because that's where we're at. Sure. Eight or nine o'clock at night, whatever. Yeah. Because it was already dark when he was on the road record. And you know that we only care about proper logistics and timing. <laughs> but of course, so like Lucas is freaking out. Like, I can't, like, you promised me like you were going to tell her. Yeah. And like Dan doesn't say that he told her or didn't tell her. He's just like, I'm glad she knows. <sighs> but then he also, like, they go into this weird, like, he's like, what did you see, see when you died? died? And I was like, oh my God, what is happening here? <laughs> So he's, he's like, like your heart stopped for a minute. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Lord, back when God. he had that accident. And it was just like, because then he was like, I saw you. And you're like, no, you didn't. Right? Realistically, you saw Nathan and Deb. The actual right. chances of him seeing Lucas. Right. No. All my notes are just like, arg, barf. This is stupid. Then he's just all like, your mother can't bear to lose you. Blah. <laughs> It's just the way he says it in his stupid, like, manipulative, oh, sincere Dan way. Yeah. 
Monica Payton. Yeah. She's in her room. And Anna comes by. So it's really funny because she's like, I rang the doorbell and Peyton's like, yeah, I know. I was ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she's come by to apologize. And again, Peyton's like, yeah, this seems to be a pattern now. <laughs> but then she tells Peyton that there were rumors about her at her old school about a yeah. relationship she had with another girl. Yeah. And that it ended up getting so bad that their parents decided to move them which like how bad would it have to get holy crap and like it, it would have stepping in at some point right to be like stop being a bunch of shitty homophobes and like that would have to have been like a small town and in theory yeah. like her, their parents are like doctors or something like and they seem they clearly are rich because they live in that house next to Brooke and like all of, right. like what small town were they in that then like Tree Hill was the the better, better option? option or like smaller option or bigger or what like yeah like I why not know. like move to a city yeah where theoretically even if this is the case that is going to continue happening yeah like maybe people won't be as shitty about it mm-hmm whatever. And I mean, Peyton says something about, like, it was just a rumor, right? And Anna doesn't really clarify and or clarify deny so or much. say She anything. just says, like, once the story's out there, it might as well be true. Yeah. <clears throat> but she kind of freaked out when she saw everything going on with Peyton. Mm -hmm. Which honestly is valid. Yeah. But, like, it just... Yeah. Right? But Peyton, Peyton's the best. Yeah. Peyton's like, this isn't even about, like, whether or not it's true. Mm -hmm. It's about the fact that all these people yeah. are just, like, hating on people. Yeah. And it's shitty. Yeah. Um, and that's when we get the... Ugh, I'm never going to remember what song it's from. Me neither. Um, I used to know from this specific episode uh but we get the quote of um no i'm never gonna i've lost it cool there's gotta be it's gotta I had it right here um it was somewhere nope it's gone cool oh wait maybe it's over here we're <laughs> professionals totally it's because i was looking at a bunch of different places um I, yeah i know right yeah, like, so, like, first they put away the dealers, and then they put away the prostitutes, then they shooed away the bums and beat and, bat, beat and bashed the queers, turned away asylum seekers, and fed us suspicions and fears. We didn't raise our voice. We didn't make a fuss. It's funny there was no one left to notice when they came for us. Why do I never remember what song this is from? Or what it's from, but anyways. So, yeah, that's the whole thing. It is. And then we get, like this montage yeah yeah and Peyton says like you know I just love her in this moment yes because she says you know I can laugh it off but what about the girl who can't mm -hmm. it's like yes Peyton yeah so yes then we get a montage of Brooke no effects it's a no effects song right I think it's no effects is it I think it is I don't remember Perhaps it is. Um, 
because again, I've done this for what we just said this came out in 2004. I've done this for mm, 18 years. No way. <laughs> was that math right? Whatever, how, whatever math that was. Um, but yeah, we see Felix and then like Brooke clearly did something to his car. Oh, she slashed his tires. She slashed his tires. I didn't see what yeah. it was. And she just like flashes her like ice coffee yeah. at him. And then we see Peyton like, again, I like what she's doing, but I have this. Yeah. In this moment, I'm like, this is so stupid. Because we yeah, just see her, we see her like working on an outfit. Like you see the mannequin, but like not seeing what she's doing. But it's like she's so engrossed in doing all kinds of stuff. Which is something that would have taken her two seconds. Once you see what it is. But anyway. And then, like, Lucas takes Brooke's car. We see Chris Keller, like, playing guitar. And then Haley's watching him, but then she leaves. Uh-huh. And then we see Peyton, like, working on her outfit again. And again, in this... And again, I appreciate what she's doing. Agreed. But the 100%. way that... The, what they're trying to say that she's doing is so involved. And then... Anyways. Right? And then it's truly not. Like, <laughs> no. that literally would have taken you five seconds. Yeah. The most intense part of that would have been, like, if you'd got some on your hands and had to wash it off. Right? Yeah. But anyway. Oh, yes. Then Jules is in Keith's apartment, and he's unpacked all of his boxes because he accepted Dan's offer. So. Then he starts giving her this, like, because she obviously looks, like, slightly upset about it. Um, So he starts giving her this whole thing about how Charleston was about hope and new beginnings or something and I found it with you here and I was like barf. I know that's 100% what I have written down. Me too. In all caps. Yes. (laughs) Just not the only time I wrote that throughout this episode. (sighs) And then so then we end up Lucas has already fixed Brooke's car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, how much time has passed? I don't know. And, like, they just happen to have, like, a VW bug windshield on stock? Like... I guess. Well, and then he says that she doesn't owe him anything because he called in some favors. From whom? Yeah, because it's not like Keith owns the, de- the right. body shop anymore. No. So, I mean, I and guess again, he still could have had... It's a fairly specific know. windshield. It's not like it's, like... And I'm sure there's some sort of, like semi windshield you know like it's not like every single car has a different like well, some no. sort of you know so it's slightly easier at least every like brand or company or so- yeah. something but again a little VW bug like that just seems like a specific windshield right whatever <laughs> whatever yeah it's fine her window's fixed Lucas is she's off the hook for paying for it yeah and, like, they're standing really close together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, a thing. It's a vibe. Yeah. Except that Anna shows up. Yeah. Because clearly they were planning to meet up when he was dropping the car off. Yeah. So they go off wherever they're going. In the tow truck. Yes. <laughs> this is why I don't know how much time has passed, because the next scene we get is Peyton showing up at school with her T-shirt that she's spray-painted. Yeah, like, I guess, could it have been the night before, now this is the next day, but wasn't Lucas wearing the same shirt? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Either way. Time is a construct, and it's all made up, so. (laughs) Time is fake. Yeah. Especially on TV shows. Yes. So she has has spray-painted Dyke on her t-shirt in red spray paint to match her locker. Yeah. 
we know how this is gonna go yeah but everyone's like looking at her like oh and you see the like you see her but you don't see the shirt at first you just see everyone in the hallways being like oh my god which is like this wasn't even hard to figure out what she'd done i was like i know exactly what she's done even if i hadn't seen this episode before i would have known what she'd done yeah and again my only criticism is at the sheer lack of craftiness that this entailed Right. Like it didn't, we didn't need, we didn't, okay, we didn't need to see her twice in that montage. Yeah, like toiling like, over this when then clearly it was just like, how many brush strokes is that, right? Like, sh- 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 right. Um, so again, I love what she's doing. I'm just saying there could have been a little more arts and crafts involved. Yeah, or like even just like don't make such a big. Yeah. Yeah, they just, we just need to see her been... once well, that we knew she was yeah, doing something. That's fine. That would have been fine. Anyway. Please. <laughs> we have a brief moment where Mouth pulls Lucas aside because he heard about her heard about him fixing Brooke's car yes. and he wants to pay for it and yeah. Lucas is like why? <laughs> and then he's like because I'm the one who did it yeah <laughs> and then we go back to Peyton who's having a showdown with the principal which obviously that was going to happen yeah because they're not allowed to have offensive language on their clothes. She's like, okay, but what about my locker? Yeah, and like <laughs> Which is straight a up, point. she's like, if it's so offensive, like why haven't you cleaned this up? Yeah, like why is this still on my locker? It would have taken a janitor like five seconds to paint over that. Correct. So. Yeah. But then yeah, he t- he's like, and he, well, kind of because he's going on about like you know like, you know, there's groups for this and counselors and literature, and she's just like. I, like I'm not gay and like even if I was I'm not going to read your stupid pamphlet like this right. is not what it's about yeah. and she like talks about this musician who like you know and they like broke his hand so he sung louder and like it's just it, it's about speaking it for what's right and like right. people and like things that we have seen a lot of in the last couple of years because things are getting worse and worse and worse um, and so he says like you know either you either have to go home or you have to remove your top yeah, and I believe he says specifically says remove your top. Mm-hmm. So then she does. <laughs> I knew she was gonna do that too. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, yes. Before we even got to that point, as soon as he confronted her, I was like, she's pulling this t-shirt off right <laughs> So yeah, so then she's just standing there in her 2004 low-rise jeans and a red bra. Yeah, and he's just like, you're suspended. Yeah. Get out. And everyone's like, oh. I mean, whatever. Payton was too pissed off just to be at school at this point. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> she's like, whatever. <laughs> Even the podcast all riled up. <laughs> That's why I have no idea what happens next because she's on my notes again. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so then we get Mouse and Lucas talking. They're like walking oh, yeah. somewhere. Unclear yeah. Where, being not at school anymore. No, I don't know where they went. And Lucas is just trying to figure out, like, why Yeah. this happened. Like, it's really not like him. And Mel's like, yeah, that was kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Like, the assholes always seem to get the girls. And then he throws it at Lucas. Yeah. You screwed up a lot this year, and you've had a different girl every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say one, one thing about this episode. Lucas gets dragged a few times, which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay except then then we get into how he had one very large drink <laughs> yes. the party. just the one poor little mouth 
<laughs> he had one drink and he got drunk and then he smashed Brooke's core. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rode to her house on his bike that he fell off of a few times. Which, by the way, I do think it is illegal to ride your bike while drunk. But anyway. Yes, I think I you believe. can get ticketed for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the fine is probably less than like driving a car, but you well, for sure absolutely because like you definitely like with a boat, like whatever, any sort of mm-hmm. moving vehicle. Because even just like if you're like super drunk and like walking, I think you, technically you can still get ticketed. Oh yeah, I suppose that's true. Right, like depending on how. Drunken. Yeah. Gotta get that disorderly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he does say that he's gonna tell Brooke the truth. So yeah, that's fine. Maybe build up his alcohol tolerance while he's at it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> or just don't drink. <laughs> Everyone flies your boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Okay. I, I... What, is, what is Brooke doing in this scene when we, <laughs> when we first get here? She's like drawing on a poster board or something. Oh, I don't remember that part because i was like what's she working on but i don't think it ever i don't think we oh. <laughs> it's just something to like just something so that she's not just like in this scene because yeah. clearly she wouldn't like be reading a book or something <laughs> that's very weird <laughs> someone shoves a letter under her door she picks yeah. it up and goes out after felix because that's who gave it yeah. to her turns out it's money yeah. for her windshield she's like oh so you did do it but then he's also included a picture <laughs> of himself with his last girlfriend which like listen makes a little bit of sense if he was always planning on talking to her directly but was he literally just he was just gonna leave it on her door it was gonna be an envelope of cash and me with some other girl i've already moved on yo because <laughs> like, i don't think there's an explanatory letter i think it's just the money in the picture <laughs> i know <laughs> a lot okay so then we like so he explains yeah. And like, cause he's he's gonna pay for the thing even though he didn't do it, but this picture is of his girl, his last like girlfriend. Yeah. They dated for two years. You can tell I'm getting ready for a logistical fight right now. <laughs> um, she's getting ready. And then like Brooks like I thought you only did friends with benefits, and he's like, well you know, cause she just like left me a note one day and left me. So like ever since then I've only done friends with benefits. How old are these people? Well, I mean, okay, they're supposed to be juniors, right? Because so they're seventeen. We've, we've established that. Yes, one and two is one grade is, eleven. Yes. Yeah. And then three and four is grade twelve, senior year. Yeah. So, and even like dating as teenagers is a whole thing on its own. So, in theory, for at least the last year, he's been friends with benefiting. Because it makes it seem like he's been doing right. this for a long time. So it would have been like a middle 16. school. Early so then, high yeah, school. so like from 14 to 16, he dated the same girl and then had it. <sighs> I mean, you know what? Maybe that tracks because maybe like in middle school, they were like a middle school relationship and then they got to high school and she was like, nah. I guess. 
but yes, I agree. But I mean, everything feels very large and dramatic at that age. So yeah. it was more just that he specifically said two years, and then because then they, they made it one year would have been fine. Like they're teenagers. One year, and then they made them. it seem because then they made it seem like as if he was friends with benefiting for like two years, or you know, like for so long. So I'm just like, what? When did he start dating this girl? And I feel like he's been friends with benefiting since he was too young. <laughs> like, this is this is because time in high school always feels like an eternity like it's only four years but it feels like substantially longer than that yeah yeah i'll give them this one okay there were so many other logistical problems that this is truly the least of them (laughs) 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 oh my god then we go to the river court (laughs) lucas is there just like shooting hoops on his own and nathan shows up kind of gives him a weird look because then we see that all the other guys are just sitting on the bench and watching him. Yeah, the river court crew's just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> Nathan's like, what? <sighs> and then, then so Lucas fills Nathan in being like, oh, Dan told my mom about the test and Nathan's like, no, I did that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lucas is pissed. When he says he's like, oh, I guess you know, Dan isn't the only one I can't trust. Why were you trusting Dan? I can't. <sighs> I mean, true. That's the the first mistake. But also, then all the rest of the River Court guys, yeah. like, are like, no man, he's right. Well, yeah, because then skills drops drops it like skills always does. He's like, yo, how about? Because he's like, fine. And he throws the ball at them like mm-hmm. a child. And he's like, fine, then you guys can like roll with Nathan. And he's like, skills right away. How about you take the test? And we all roll together. Yep. Meow, 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 like, <sighs> skills. Mm-hmm. Skills for the win. Agreed. I can't remember what happens with skills, but I hope he ends up happy. I remember one specific thing that happens with skills. <laughs> I feel like I might remember what that is now that you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So maybe Lucas is coming around. Who knows? Then we go to Brooke, who's in her, like, robe. Yeah. In her little bed. Little single bed. (laughs) Peyton comes by. Very sad. Mm -hmm. She's just like... I need you. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like, what? She has one thing with Anna, and all of a sudden everyone's like, Peyton, you're gay. And I'm like, she fully just climbs into Brooke's bed, and like... Yeah, well, Brooke, in theory, the... only has a robot. and I like, just don't see the difference. No, like, it's so stupid. I don't understand what tipped it over into, like, this is usual teenage girl behavior, because it is. Yeah. Into... They must be gay. It's so stupid. It's very dumb. But anyway. But Peyton kind of has a breakdown and it's just like, because this is happening and like, I can't, you know, the pressure to get bands at the club, Uh it's the thing and the stuff. And then like, I miss my mom and I miss Jake and Jenny and we're like, oh, Jake. Oh, and she says, I don't want to be the person that needs help. And I was like, oh, I feel you, girl. Too real, Peyton. Too real. It's too much. <laughs> My entire MO in life. 
And yeah, she's just like, you know, like, I think she even says, like, I'm supposed to be stronger. I need to be stronger. You know, I don't want to have to have help, but I'm all alone. And you're just like. And then that's when Felix walks out of the shower. Yep. And Peyton immediately bails, even though Burke tries to get her to stay. Yeah. I know. It's upsetting. Yes, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Because it's not really Brooke's fault. It's not like Brooke knew Peyton was coming over. No. And she didn't really even have time to say, like, hey, Felix is here. Right. So, yeah. So then we go back to Chris's house, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. the studio. Yeah. (laughs) Where Haley can invite us to you and actually talk to him this time. Yes. To basically just say, look, thank you for everything, but I don't think we should work together anymore. Yeah. Chris is like, yeah, because your husband hates me. <laughs> yeah. And this is when we find out that the labels, plural, from New York offered him a showcase that he's going to take. Yeah. So he cannot play the show at Trek anyway. Yeah. Because he's going to go. Sure. <clears throat> okay. So they're saying goodbye. Yeah. And she they hugs. hug. And then he definitely kisses her. And then she definitely kind of kisses him back. Yeah. And even when she, like, pulls away and is mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't believe, like, is this all that it was for you? The whole time she's doing that, like, her face is really close to his and, like, kind of, like, yep. one more breath and she'd be, like, nuzzling in against I him. I mean, and they're just, literally like, almost kissing again at one point. I know. And then she's like, no, like, this is, you're just hitting me. Like, he's like, no, like, come to New York. Oh, I'm married. Like, none of the, and he, I think he says, like, oh, that's a mistake. And she's like, no, like, marrying Nathan was a mistake. Like, this was a mistake. And like, oh, like, your music. And she's just like, no. None of it. They never, there were no, and like, I understand what they're doing this because like, ooh, drama, relationship, right. affair. But like, there was no hinting to this. Nope. Not at all. It was all. always just about music. And there was plenty of music. opportunity. They could have, there could have been more like brushes that, you know, his hand brushing against her Mm -hmm. arm or like just little things of like her kind of, you know, giving that side look to him, you know, and like, They could have even have leaned in closer when they were like. Every time they were near each other or something. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really very properly built up. No. Also, I just straight up don't believe that Haley would do this, but whatever. No, me neither. just yeah meanwhile at trick Peyton is putting up a cancelled sign on the door to cancel the club night because she doesn't have any yeah performers Anna comes by to talk to her and Peyton's like no <laughs> yep like I don't need you to be inspired by what I did I needed you to like back me up and you mm. didn't so leave me alone then she calls Rick. Okay. Like, how much longer is this man in this seat? I don't know. I would like him to go away. He's mm-hmm. so skeezy. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This episode. I know. <laughs> I know. 
And I and like what I've realized is that this was the mid season finale. Okay. So that's why so they we're just piling on the drums. Just piles. Like piles. So then it would have been like a month and a half before we got any resolutions okay, okay. and cliffhangers and yeah. I can see that. I can see all of that now. But like <laughs> Nathan's making like romantic dinner candles. Yep. Lucas shows up. And they again like argue about like apologizing. Well, yeah, because Lucas is like, "Is this my apology?" And Nathan's like, "No, I don't owe you an apology." Yeah, <laughs> which is so good. <laughs> but then... then they get into this weird. That's uh... like eggs. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Because they're okay. first talking about his literal physical heart. Yes, and like you should have had the test so that yeah. you won't die. Actually, just like or like randomly die or whatever. Yeah. Um, I apologize. I got so distracted. One of our friends messaged us in a group chat about Timbits, and I got so distracted because it buzzed oh. on my it buzzed on my watch, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know what Timbits are, they're Canadian donut holes. Um, focus. Okay. So yes, yeah, so they're talking about the actual thing, but then like Nathan all of a sudden turns into like some philosopher or something, yeah. and he's just like. Because, you know, after Nathan, Lucas's accident, he had talked about, like, not being afraid to, like, live anymore or some kind of garbage. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, you're afraid, but, like, I think you're running from something. And, you know, there's a girl that has your feelings and, like, but then turns that to, like, the whole issue with his heart being about his, like, metaphorical heart. And then, like. Yeah, unless, unless you tell this girl that your heart will never be okay. And yeah. Like, what like, is happening? Oh, and you have to, like, so it turns into this whole thing about, like. You know, like, your heart will always be flawed if you don't have... Whatever. I just, like... Yeah. I get that... I get what they were... What was happening and, like, good for, like, Nathan calling him out. But the whole time I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> Would I end up saying that kind of stuff to a friend in that moment? Probably. Because I always end up, you know, waxing poetically about stupid... But then at the same time I'm be like, this was so stupid. <laughs> I mean, and the most hilarious thing is, like, thank God Nathan was giving this speech because if Lucas had been doing it, I would have, oh. I think I would have had to just skip Stop. the scene Yeah, entirely. over. Done. <laughs> we're, we're moving on to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh, my God. But truly. But the thing is, like, I think I always forget that One Tree Hill occasionally reaches the same level of melodrama as yeah. Dawson's Creek. Like, I expect all that from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I go into Dawson's Creek knowing that at some point Dawson Leary is going to go off on some ridiculous philosophical. Yeah, at this point, like, if you think we're ragging on Lucas, just wait. We'll just wait till we get to Dawson Leary. To Dawson, because, like, we can can have my mom on the episode and she would rail about Dawson because she, you always watch it. Everyone I know hated Dawson. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I know. So it was so funny because I was talking to, um, one of my best friends this weekend when we were at the cottage together and she was like I tried to rewatch Dawson's Creek recently and she was just like Dawson's so annoying I was like oh I know <laughs> yep oh. yeah so just you Peyton everybody but yeah so they have their big talk and then we see Peyton driving yeah, and we get now, another little like montage yeah little but one. the only this is at the very least it is the redeeming moment of this episode because we get, and spoiler to my pick for later, 
23 by Jenny Eat World. Yes. Oh, no, wait. We're not there yet. Isn't it? With Peyton driving. Yeah. Does it last this whole time? It's, oh a, God, seven, it's a seven minute song. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this whole right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this is where the song started. Yeah. Because I was like, I still have so many notes, but that's because it goes on for a while. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, because literally, I ran out of paper and I had to like start writing crooked I mean, down the side of the page. Yeah. But spoiler it's... alert. Um, this was my pick of the song of the song of the yeah. episode too. Oh, it's clearly. Oh, yeah. oh, futures. Demi Roll twenty three. Yeah. Right. Right. So. so yes, Peyton is driving off somewhere. Or calls and leaves her a message. Yep. And tells Felix to go. <sighs> Yet another. Oh. <laughs> I, again, I, I didn't write any of this one down. So, it was yeah. much for me. Felix tells Brooke that he wants to be with her and it's super barfy. And she's like, no, I can't do this. And he's like, but just tell me if you can show me your heart. Because if you do, I'll guard it with my life. Yeah. Immediate no. <laughs> Immediately no. I don't know. Here's here's my thing. I don't know how, as an actor, you act that with a straight face. And then eventually she's like, okay. And they kiss and they're all whatever. And then it cuts to you see Mouth being sad. Yes, you get one shot of Mouth at the river court looking tragic yeah, on his own. And then, out of nowhere, oh yeah, Deb goes to see Karen to tell her that yes, she did sleep with Keith. Yeah. <laughs> like where did what? We weren't even talking about this anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Just again, because as you mentioned, this is the mid-season finale. Yes. So we needed to have a cliffhanger because we don't really get to see Karen's reaction except her face. Yeah. And then that's it. We get no fallout. And then we have Keith leaving a message for Jules. A perfectly normal way to tell somebody you love them for the very first time. <sighs> Just leave a message on their phone. Cool. Again, immediate no. And yeah, so he's unpacked. He's staying because he loves her. And then you see her sitting in the dark being like, oh. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then Dan laughs. And you realize that she's sitting with Dan and he's like, it's gone exactly to plan. <laughs> right. And he's like sitting in his chair with like his whatever brown alcohol he's drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like a mob boss. And you're just like, okay, but so this is my question. I remembered this, that like yeah. Jewel was, Jules was some sort of plant from Dan. Yes, she's in cahoots. But what's the point? I'm not really sure. To just build Keith up, give him a promotion and have him fall in love and then destroy him? I think it might be something to that effect, which again is why she was, I think because at this point, I think Jules has decided she actually cares about Keith Yeah, and she's no not... longer cool with this plan. So she was trying to get him to go to Charleston because then he would have, it the, the plan yeah. fallen apart on its own. Yeah. But like, this is just, we know that Dan's awful and manipulative, but like, this is just pure evil. Oh, yeah, no, this is next level. I mean, he gets worse, so. Yeah. I mean, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In regards <laughs> to Keith. Anyways, so then yep. we see Lucas. Worst brother award goes to Worst Dan Scott. brother ever. We see Lucas <sighs> go to a door, and all you see is, like, straight brown hair from a girl. So you're like, oh, 
And then, but we realize it's Anna. And he's like, I had to see you. Like, things are really great, but, you know, there's someone else. Like, we have to end things. And yeah, and he goes like, on about, like, someone who's part of my history. And I've been lying to myself about how I feel about her. And she's slipping away. And this is when he gets super, like, annoying Lucas whisper voice. And I was just like, burf. But, yeah, I feel she's slipping away. So, of course, at this point, we're like, oh, like, is it Brooke? Is it Peyton? Is it Brooke? And then, yes! (laughs) So, Peyton parks a car in this sketchy part of the neighborhood. Yes. Which, like, I have questions about what is that person's doing. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Rick shows up with his little baggie of Coke. Yeah. And, like, is this what you want? And he's like, do you have cash? And I was like, oh, finally, he's actually going to charge you for this shit. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess that's how dealers work, right? They get I mean, yeah, no, but I mean, he'd already given her a couple bumps, so I don't think he needed to give her that extra vial, but whatever. Yeah. So then, but then we see someone walking. So then you have that moment of like, oh, is it a police officer? Like, who, what, who are Oh, that? is it a police officer? Oh, is it Lucas? But it's Jake. Jake. It's Jake. And I was like, yes, dude, he looks pissed. But then also, how did Jake know where they were? Literally no idea. Like, why is Jake at this, at this point? Like, what, why is he here? Why is he in this location? Yeah, because like, had it been at Peyton's house? Hundo. I get it, but like right. she clearly drove somewhere. Yeah. Spur of the moment after she called Rick. I mean, yeah. hey, whatever. Like Brian Greenberg, like come save any of us. I mean, I mean true. He's married Absolutely. and his wife seems lovely, but you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, that was my only thing because in my head I was like, it's Jake, and then I was like, wait, how did he know where they were? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's not even like it's this day and age where maybe you have a like track my friends app on your phone, like. Oh yeah, because that's the you know if I'm gonna find my friends, whatever. You but could, like, you could make that you could make that work now, but <laughs> not in 2004. Yeah, but either way, he strolls in. Yeah. Either way, I love it. He's here, and I was like, "Kick his ass, Jake! Kick his ass!" I know. I don't remember don't what happens. We don't get to see any of that, but <sighs> Jake Susan in to save the day. Yeah. Thank God, I love him. Again, another redeeming feature of this episode: the return yes. of Jake. Yes. Then we see Nathan waiting for Haley. Except Haley shows up at the bus depot with fucking Chris Keller. Oh, I was like driving around and then I just ended up here. So I guess she's going to New York with Chris Keller. Okay, fine. Okay, so I knew that she went on tour with Chris. But I didn't remember about the sneakies middle of the night thing. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you telling me? That she just straight up leaves Tree Hill yeah. without telling anybody? Yeah. Girl, you could be dead. Yeah. Like, you're just not going to tell anyone? I know. Or, I mean, presumably, I guess she's going to tell everybody once she's gone. But, like, what? Yeah. You just abandoned your husband? And, and, and not, even, not even just that, although that is, you know, a key factor here. Doesn't she have school? Or is school yeah. over now? No, because they were just in school. Because the formal okay. was on, right? Was on, so, like, was on Sunday, on and we've too? had like at least we've had two days of school. So in theory, this is like a Tuesday night. Oh, you're right. That is correct. And then that's why, because he's going to be gone for the rest of the week, that's why like, the most Chris Keller couldn't play trick on the weekend. Right. Even if we're totally thrown off, like this is like a Wednesday at the latest. Right. <sighs> 
and I was like, I cannot believe that this is how they put this into play. Yeah, I did not remember this at all. Me neither. And then, it's bad. Yeah. Like, if Nathan was like, I want a divorce, I'd be like, yeah, dude. Same. Right? And then this is actually where we see Brooke and Felix again. And she's oh, like, oh, right. I feel you with my heart, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, barf. I do have barf. And then as that's happening, oh, obviously wait, Brooke's right. secret outside door is open. Yeah, I mean, Felix... No, oh, he wait, was already there. there. Right. He was already the there. And Peyton went through the inside bedroom door to go out the front door. I think. But then Either we see... way, she wouldn't presumably yeah, have left the door yeah. open. But then we see Lucas. So we have now learned that Lucas's truly flawed heart is actually all about Brooke. Which, for now. my guy, you had Brooke. That's just it. This is the thing that I think drives me the most crazy about this show is Lucas cannot make up his mind. He's always Brooke Payton, Brooke Payton, Brooke Payton, Brooke Payton, and whoever he's not with until he ultimately finally makes his freaking decision. He's always going back and forth. Like if he's with Brooke, he wants Peyton. If he doesn't, it's okay. To yeah. be fair, I think if he's with Peyton, he doesn't necessarily want Brooke. But when he's not with anyone, for whatever reason, he yeah. like tends to go back to Brooke. And I'm like, why though? Well, because, like, later on, there's what's-her-face, but then it still ends up being, like, Brooke or Peyton, Brooke or Peyton, and you're just, I, anyway. I hate it so much. I hate what he does to Brooke. I hate it so immensely. Yeah. He treats Brooke so badly. Which is hilarious when you think about real life, when at I this mean, point, would they like, have been married at this point? I can't remember what season they got married so in, here's in my real th- life. Here is my theory about the way this sh- show went. I don't know if they had a plan for who was going to end up being Endgame here. Yeah. Um, however, I do suspect that the reason... Because, okay, so Brooke is going to be with Felix now, obviously. So yes. that's going to put off the whole Lucas-Brooke situation. For how long, I don't remember. Me neither. However, they, I do know they get back together. And I suspect that the second time they break up may have been motivated by IRL happenings oh yeah so they in real life they got married in 2005 and divorced in 2006 and i do believe that's what happened all while on the show yeah so i think that they ended up getting divorced in real life and then they were like yeah let's oh they would have been engaged already at this point okay they were engaged in may of 2004 so that would have been like end of season one and then they got married at the end of season two so april 2005 but then they were already separated by September of 2005. Very quick. And then officially divorced and annulled in February. Or like yeah. the they filed for annulment in February and then officially divorced in December of 2006. So literally like they've been together since season like. Yeah. So I do think what happened was they put them back together thinking maybe they could prolong that relationship. Yeah, because they were actually together. And then together they actually then... broke up. And yep. then it was like, no, we're going to have to break them up again. Yeah. So I guess we'll give them a little bit of credit for maybe not being so. And again, they were kids. Stupid. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because, yeah, like, how old would they have been in 2004? She's a year younger than me. So, like, how old was I in 2004? 18 years ago. Oof, that's bad math. Let's go the other way. <laughs> um, okay, well, what was 20, 20 I w- years I would have been I would have been 23, so she would have been, like, 22. Right. And I feel like. He's about, and he's my, so yes, they were like 22 and 23, so like. Right, so you're dumb little babies. Yeah, when they got engaged, so like, I get it. 
And then also, like, famous and doing all their things. Like, right. Well, and, like, you know, together on the show for a minute yeah. there. So, like, they've... Yeah. They have chemistry. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, but no. So I'll give the writers a little credit for maybe not yeah. actually intending to do this little jerk around situation and just having to roll with what was happening. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, doesn't doesn't do Lucas any favors. That's for sure. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Anyway, that's the end of that episode. Oof. Thank God. <laughs> Oof. This was a big one, y'all. This was a big one. Oh, boy. Did you have a most high school moment? I mean, I suppose, like, Peyton getting suspended over a t-shirt is fairly... Yeah, that's what I had, just the fact school. that they were, like, yeah. And I guess, like, code. the general homophobia <laughs> is at least attuned to high yes. school in 2004. Yeah. Did you have a favorite quote? Um, I had when Karen tells Lucas the tragic hero crap only works in the movies just because I enjoyed her entire rant to him. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah. Because the end, then she says something about, like, what you don't see on camera is, like, you know, the mom with, like, yeah. her foot in your ass. I don't know, something. Yeah. <laughs> something I also love good. the way she tells him to grow up in that scene, like, just, like, with yeah. all the disdain she can muster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, she is spitting venom. It's so good. Oh, yeah. What did you have? <laughs> um, I didn't really have anything, but then... Um, at some point Peyton says silence only makes them stronger and I was like yeah mm, that okay. wasn't good that's a, yeah. there were a couple like minorly good ones in this episode but nothing that was like well and the problem was that I was too distracted by the ones where like yes. you would think it would be a good quote like you know Felix being like if you give me your heart I'll guard yeah, it then it was my... just like hard <clears throat> barf like yeah like it's all these ones that like those should have been the quotes but like I just yeah. hated them yeah Cannot abide this Hallmark card nonsense. No. Um, we had no one new. Because I feel like Mr. Nope. Turner is like the principal or whoever he was we've seen oh. before. So, have we? Or maybe we have. I don't know. Either way, he's not actually anybody. His name is Sean, Sean Shepard. Yeah. He's not really in very much else. Like, his IMDb credits are sparse. But he is in 18 episodes as Principal Turner. Oh, okay, yeah. She's like probably. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um... Who did you have for the most annoying? Honestly, this was so hard because everyone was so annoying. I literally wrote down all. Like, (laughs) the writers? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, just not... Sorry, guys. But, like, literally everyone. Yeah, it was just not... Oh, yeah. The whole episode wins most annoying. Mark Schwann, he would... wrote he created and like he's one of the creators but he wrote this episode so suck it mark Schwann. that tracks this is bad so bad <sighs> and as we mentioned so we do get a snow patrol song at the beginning yes, um that first montage has mm-hmm. a song by the 2020s um shoot your shot or something like that yeah um but it is oh yeah hands down jimmy eight world 23 is one of the like most top-notch songs of the history of life yeah um if you have not listened to futures go get futures immediately yeah i remember when my friend quinn introduced me to jimmy eight world circa 2008 and i could literally wow he had to go away so i was like sitting on a bench that album come out 
Futures was like around 2004. Oh, it was. So okay. yeah, like it was like pretty. Oh man, you weren't introduced to them until 2008. No, I I knew like some of the hits, but like I never had any of like oh, man. the album because like I knew like you know like Bleed American. Yeah, no, you had, straight up had I had to, Bleed American. They well, they had to like wait because like it was supposed to come out basically on September like 9/11, um, so they like pushed that like all kind of, like I knew all that stuff, but I just never really like listened to them. But it was literally me sitting on a bench, like on the boardwalk of the beaches. If you're from Toronto, you know what the beaches is. Um, like, texting my friend who was, oh, I think he was in Texas then, like, listening to Futures, and I was just, like, having this moment. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I listened to Bleed American so much, because that was 2001, which was yeah. my beginning of my high school career. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great time, baby. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Rough. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. Love Jimmy World. But yeah, no, like, Futures is, like, one of the absolute, yeah, like, one. best albums ever. Oh, Night Drive? Don't even get me started. <laughs> if you ever need a... Not that I have. If you ever need an... Anyway, Night Drive would be a good song for some nighttime fun. Anyways. <laughs> it has a really good build to it, you know? Like, nice. if you're on yeah, the yeah, coat, yeah. you start off in the coat. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So this is the mid-season finale. So like literally what even happens? So literally we have so many cliffhangers, right? We have the cliffhanger of Lucas is still in love with Brooke, allegedly. Yes. Um, we have the cliffhanger of Deb telling Karen that she slept with Keith. Yeah. Um, finding out that Jules is in cahoots with Dan. Yeah. Um, oh, Jake coming back. Jake coming back. Haley and leaving. Haley ditching Tree Hill and her husband and all of her <sighs> responsibilities that she's ever had in her life. Yeah. Um, and I guess those are the big ones, right? That's yeah, because everyone else is kind of tied to those. Mm-hmm. Brooke going to be in a relationship with Felix. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then Lucas with his whole heart condition, whether or not he's actually going to go get tested, I guess. Yeah, that one would jump out. It's also a bit of a cliffhanger. Man, oh. Yeah. Man. So I don't know. Um... I don't even know where we pick up. Like, I don't know if this is going to be a time jump sitch or if we're just going to pick right back up where we left everything hanging. Yeah, it kind of seems that it is like a, I mean, maybe not like next morning, but like definitely same week situation. Yeah, I would imagine that that is the case just because of the way certain scenes are left. Like, yeah, especially with Karen and Deb and with Jake and Peyton. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, even if it ends up being like a few days of a time jump, they'll still have to be like, I'm sure they'll do a quick throwback to like, oh, Jake showed up and like, what happened or like, whatever. And I'm assuming we're gonna have to get Nathan's reaction to Haley just not coming home. Yeah, because he's gonna have to be like, where's Haley? So, yeah. (sighs) This was a lot. This was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, truly was. So come back, but thankfully we don't have to wait two months. No, like you do with the mid-season finale, and we'll be back next week and figure out what happens. We'll see you then.